Uh, I was sitting here trying to think about how to start the show when we're about to be like, so the Bridgerton experience, isn't it fun being a landed titled member of the gentry? Wow. Wealth. What fun. But also I want to burn down the planet. And I'm not sure how to reconcile those things. Like I'm so angry right now. Um, I got a little push alert from the Chicago Tribune today about how we're about to be at our highest COVID rates ever in Chicago. I, I know more people right now who have COVID than at any point in the entire pandemic. And, um, uh, and and then I read this story about a lady who was having a miscarriage and a pharmacist refused to prescribe her the medicine she needed because he said he couldn't be sure she wasn't using it for an abortion. And I'm so mad. But let's talk about Lady Whistledown Society pages. Ugh. Welcome to Sickburn Jane. Is this Sickburn Jane or is this Podlander Drunk Cast? I think this is Sickburn Jane. I, I think it's more related in my mind with Sickburn Jane because of the source material. Okay. Well, then, welcome to Sickburn Jane, a Podlander Drunk Kiss podcast. There you I'm, go. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. I'm Amelia. There we go. I was going back and forth about whether or not we should say, and that's Amelia, and then you say hi. But that would be, that just wouldn't feel right. It's so not we, right. No. I think maybe we need to get used to this. Are you ready? Let's do a, let's do a couple of little dry runs. Okay. Welcome to Sickburn Jane, a Podlander Drunk Kiss podcast. Podlander presents. Wait, hold on. Podlander presents. Welcome to Podlander Presents Sickburn Jane, a Podlander Drunk Cast podcast. Yes! <laughs> I'm Allison. I'm Julie. I'm Amelia. One more time. Hello. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. I'm Amelia. <laughs> what am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing no, right now? You did it. You did it You're perfectly. Great. We're just getting used to it. Okay. It's We're new. just trying it's it a on. Bit. No, there's not a bit. We're sort of. Well, okay. yeah. I mean, it. Porky no los dos. It can't help but be a bit because we just did it fucking three times. So okay, now I'm Allison. I'm Julie. I'm Amelia. Great. Uh, and today we are talking about the Bridgerton experience. Um, as part of Super Jane. Podletter presents in Super Jane. Podletter drunk guest podcast. <laughs> um, but also, uh, the the world is just garbage. Mm-hmm. So, eat the rich. Also, Amelia bought me gloves. <laughs> were they elbow length or get the fuck out? Oh, they were elbow length. Oh, they were. Perfect. Appropriate. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Amelia and I are really we're living our contradictory um, eat the rich Jeff Bezos internet fantasies. Um. Yeah. So. A couple of weeks ago, like a month ago now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Amelia, Amelia and I um, braved the terrifying outside world to um, drive uh, a surprisingly long distance to go to some fancy fucking tennis club. What the fuck was it called, Amelia? It was like X remember? Tennis. It says it's one. Of, it's um yeah tennis plaza that has like a singular consonant hyphenated to be something else. It was like rich people sporting facility and entertainment palace. It was um, weird. We showed up and uh, had to get the valet parking because there was no more poor person parking available. Hmm. That was weird. And then, but they were very nice. Um, And then we experienced the Bridgerton experience, which was surreal. It was surreal. Okay. I've had people when I posted about this on my Instagram stories be like, what is the Bridgerton experience? Like what, where are, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Bridgerton experience in case you have not been in an aggressive targeted Instagram story ads as I have dear listener. Oh yeah. Is, I still am getting them. Yeah. It is like an immersive interactive Instagram trap. This is yes. your museum of ice cream, but Bridgerton. This is your wonder museum, but Bridgerton. This is your color factory, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it is all officially Bridgerton branded with a heavy side of Tanqueray. Julie is grimacing so much, I have to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> it literally sounds like my worst nightmare. You know, I think that you still would have had fun. Well, I would have had fun because of the company and because we would have all been like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. It's, it, it, I can't be said enough. There, 
it is what Amelia describes. It is obviously an Instagram trap, but they tried just enough, in fact, slightly too much given the time window that we were given to make it more of an actual experience and not a place to go and take photos. Although okay. we did take photos, obvi. <laughs> I um, mean, duh. <laughs> but uh, it was, there were, you know, maybe we just narrate the evening and we'll get to the things yeah, that yeah. there were. Because we'll they were we'll really, my okay. big complaint is that they tried to do something more interesting, which is good, but they didn't actually give us enough time to experience more than one of those things. Okay. Um, which is not so good. So it it was strange. The whole thing was strange. It really wanted to be site-specific theater and wasn't because there just wasn't enough time. Like it was like, Instagram trap, but make it sleep no more. Only you've got five minutes is what it felt like. It was more than five minutes, but that's what it felt like. Is that, am I describing that correctly, Amelia? Do you think? I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we had our forced valet parking yeah. and mm-hmm. then we go into the tennis facility that the entryway has not been Richardsonified at all. So it's very nineties, like decals <laughs> of girls playing tennis. And, it's like you're walking yeah. into the breakfast club and then you turn a corner and you're in Bridgerton. Yes. As I said at the event, I'm at the tennis club. I'm at the Bridgerton experience. I'm at the combination tennis club and Bridgerton experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And I really, I do want to, I, I am not a production designer. I do not deserve to have an opinion on it, but I'm going to. <laughs> I've yeah. seen images of Bridgerton experiences in other cities where they seem to be in like theaters or ballrooms or something where like you are immediately in it. But no, first we go through the tennis area and then all of our walls and ceilings for the rest of the night are like black um, like backdrops, like drop cloths. So everything is just immersed in black drop cloths and like um, twinkle lights from Home Depot to get us to the coat check. Okay, fine. Now we, but then there was the Wisteria Tunnel and that was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, I should uh, also say because we were going as a press, <laughs> um, we got these little um, VIP passes. Um, which we wore like dance cards on our wrists. Very that was, cute. It was That's a very cute. fun detail. That's funny. Um, which also got us a drink, which meant nothing to me, although I was pretty stoned. Um, but uh, <laughs> Amelia got her fancy cocktail, and I got some kind of non-alcoholic, sponsored by Tanqueray, but free of Tanqueray, mm-hmm. um, non-alcoholic thing. So that was there. But we go through this wisteria tunnel. Very pretty. Um, that was when I was like, oh, okay. Uh, we also, ooh, before we got there, so we go to our coat check, we check our coats at the coat check, at the combination coat check and tennis emporium. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, we immediately pass a gift shop, one of several, um, which we did not stop to look at because it became clear that things were starting. So we hustle past the the gift area and the first of many here take a picture here stations go through the wisteria tunnel which i attempted to walk very stylishly and if you consult instagram um i failed no you're great (laughs) (laughs) no i look um like a drunk goose (laughs) that's very specific it's very specific um and then you emerge into the actual experience. Um, and it, it seems is, like you're already having an experience. Oh, we were. I <laughs> mean, pre-experience experience. Frankly, for us, the experience, for me, the experience began when Amelia pulled up to my home in her um, barouche box, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, wearing a lovely bridesmaid's dress with like a full-on updo. Um, and I was wearing a caftan and a ponytail. <laughs> Amelia, here's to committing to the bit, man. Oh, she committed Charity. to the bit. Thank you. In my defense, the caftan was the only thing I had that could even possibly come close. And I do think it looked pretty dope, but um, it was not period appropriate. Uh, <laughs> so we are talking about, we hustle there, we get there, force valet. That is when the experience truly began because we pulled up and Amelia very... Um, tenderly said out of her window hi I don't actually want valet parking because we don't have any cash to tip you but I can't figure out where real parking is and he went oh that's okay there is no more regular parking there's only valet she was like but I can't tip you he's like that's fine 
and he was very nice about it. He was very but nice. We were about like, it. "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Eat the rich. Eat the rich." I was gonna say that's an amazing way to start this experience is to have that <laughs> cognitive dissonance slap oh, yeah. you in the old face. Yeah, yeah. So we hustle past the tennis things, go through the wisteria tunnel, and you come out into this black draped room, which would have been greatly improved if only Chicago was a great architecture city, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> It doesn't make, I mean, I'm sure that it was just like a availability, square footage, parking combination of things, right? But, um, but I, but in this moment, I cannot help but think about all of the places I've been that would have been a better location. And Amelia, you can actually probably speak to that even more having recently searched for a wedding venue. You guys, give me your top three places where you would have preferred to have the Bridgerton experience other than this tennis court. Amelia, you go first. Um, a, a real answer is the Logan Square Auditorium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a real answer. Um, a, a, a fake answer is um, a, a, somewhere in between dreaming and being asleep in, <laughs> in a dreamscape. <laughs> the liminal space. <laughs> the liminal space. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say... Um, the Athenaeum R.I.P. Mm-hmm. would have been yeah. better. Um, the Chicago Cultural Center. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. That would have been better. School um, of the Art Institute Ballroom. Yeah. Um, Main Stage Theater, totally empty. That would have been better. Yeah, that would have been, been. But better. that would have been. You would have had the weird entrance like dissonance though, because like walking in next to J. B. Albertos. It's taking you right out of the region. Yeah, but at least then you're going through a wood paneled bar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then yeah. a dark lobby. So there's a tr- more of a transition yes. space than and there you know was what? at the we tennis also, emporium. We still would have been blessed with Force Valet there. So that part of the experience would have remained intact. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh and then I will say um b- maybe block thir- Block 37, is that what the fuck it's called? <laughs> On the corner of Washington and State? Like yeah. the mall with the movie theater? Because here's the thing. If you're going to be someplace that doesn't work at all, you might as well really go for it. Make me take an yeah. escalator up to the ball. I was going to say escalators and elevators. Fuck yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> go ahead and put um, the the drink station right outside of a Claire's. Like I want, mm-hmm. We make us enter through the anthropology that actually a, works, though. That works. And then you know what you could have done at the very end? You could have screened the first episode of Bridgerton. You could have ended your experience with going into a movie the theater, theater and watching the first episode of Bridgerton. People should be paying us way more money. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. do th- to think these things out. Yeah. Also, the Thompson Center would be really funny. <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, the food court of the Thompson Center Ooh, in the basement. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, anyway, okay, so yes, okay. we get through the Wisteria Tunnel, a lot of black draping. Um, something that was cool was throughout, they had costumes from the show, like in glass cases that you could that look was at. And so like immediately, cool. I think to our, like our, the first two we saw, there was like one of Daphne, Daphne wears a lot of blue, but it was one of Daphne's like blue short-sleeved frocks, and then I think mm-hmm. one of her mom's. Um, then directly to your right was something we did not indulge in because it looked like it cost money where basically it was a fancy photo station where people in wigs and little, like, valet coats were standing in front of gigantic, like, iPads pretending to be painting the portraits of the people who were seated in that station when really it was just, like, several photos were being taken that then you could choose from and then... I and then there was purchase. like a thick filter put on it. I mean, where it was a have? it was a cool filter, but where do you think they found those people? Like, do you think those people were taking acting classes at Black Box? Oh, those are actors for sure. Um, yeah. I will friend not. Friend of the show. We have a friend of the show who yes work is does something like that at the L.A. Bridgerton Experience. Yes, I will not. Okay. I will not name names, but uh, a friend of the show who is a great actor uh, who is in L.A. is one of the costume and actually one of the characters, not like one yeah. of the. Um, I'm sure they're all actors, though. Okay, cool. Um, and they were committed. They were. Committed. You better be. I hope that paycheck was fat. I hope they got yeah. paid. I hope they are making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um. 
So you get your, essentially you were having your portrait painted. Um, and the filter was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we didn't do it both because we thought it cost money, which I think it did. Um, I think it did. But also because there was just no fucking time to do anything. Because uh, in addition, you walk in, um, we spotted more gift shops, obviously, more costumes to look at. There was a really beautiful uh, Penelope Featherington costume um, mm-hmm. that I remember pretty vividly. Uh, and we were wandering around looking at things. And all of a sudden, we noticed there are these little signs on everything that have clues. And there was a note. I think it's on my Lady Whistle Down Society page. Oh, yeah. Lady Here Tell. For this event, she was called Lady Here Tell. Oh, yes. We heard a recording of Julie Andrews introducing us to her close personal friend, Lady Here Tell, um, <laughs> who then narrated the rest of the evening. Ah! Um, yeah, it was funny. clearly like in the back room watching everything on like closed circuit TV. And later on, we'll get to this, would like make specific comments about like not like actual civilians who were there. Yes. Like, um, yeah. In context, not at random. Um, uh, but on the back of our little society page that we were headed in is a little circled paragraph that tells you to um, test your wits and wisdom at these clues scattered around the King's Ball, Queen's Ball. We got to exactly one, uh, and then um, the Queen entered. <laughs> so then it was like, nope, we're done. Uh, get in line to meet the Queen, which we did not have to do. There was no forced fun at all which is good because fuck forced fun um but we (laughs) were doing the thing properly right yeah a long red carpet julie and then this like pergola to suggest you are indoors in a large throne on top of some stairs and um there were like string players of course as you Mm -hmm. have at bridgerton playing lady gaga Um, or whatever mm -hmm. pop covers yeah Mm mm-hmm um, um and, the, and the and the bowing was first or was the dancing first well let's talk about the queen first so the queen entered um uh this i mean a beautiful black woman like just uh, actor i'm assuming again actress she was very regal the costume was incredible she makes an extremely grand entrance walks up to her throne sits she has ladies in waiting and then uh lady here tell here tell mm-hmm. lady heretofore lady now hear this <laughs> Um, lady, now that's what I call music five. Um, (laughs) she, uh, told us that it was time to be presented to the queen because at the end of the ball, a diamond will be named. There will be a diamond. Will the diamond be you? So people are sort of awkwardly like half in line, half not in line trying to figure out. It was like kind of forced fun because they kept saying throughout the night, who will be the diamond? If you do not do this or this, you will not be considered. Luckily, so there like was no shortage. Of... There was no shortage of people who were doing the thing. Into the, it, right? yeah. the only thing that we did was the meeting the queen, um, in terms of the forced fun of it, uh, which I do not regret because that was totally surreal. So we get in line. First, we're in line together. Then Amelia wisely is like, "No, if we're doing this for the gram, which of course we're doing it for the gram, um, we need to split up so that we can take video of each other doing this." Which happened. So Amelia's first in line, and I'm, I don't know, eight or nine people behind her. Uh, and we slowly move up the line while Lady, now that's what I call Music 5, is on her microphone saying, Oh, what a, what a lovely guy. Ooh, a turn. This person added a turn. Will they be the diamonds? Oh, yes, please. Take the time to set down your bag and your drink. And then meet the, what a lovely low curtsy. Like that. Uh, it would have been way more fun if it was... Um, it was like Billy Porter in Pose. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like way like, and that is how you do a ball. Like, but mm-hmm. no, no, it was not that kind of ball. Um, so Amelia goes up. She looks so elegant, you guys. <laughs> she walks up and she curtsies and her head is sort of about. But and to me, she looked very in control of herself. Amelia, tell us of your experience. Thank you so much. I had been practicing my bow, my curtsy uh, at home. It's like, cool, I got this. And despite being, I wouldn't say I'm a theater professional, but I have been in public very often on purpose. You know, I'm a ham on the loose. Despite being a ham on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) Which was my new favorite song by the Roches. If you just understood the joke I made, please slide in my DMs because I will marry you tomorrow. Anyway, um, I'm a ham on the loose. Okay, fine. Something about just having that many eyes in a slightly chaotic situation with like a pot- potentially getting red to filth. I just kind of like 
low-key blacked out, felt like I couldn't like control the wobble of my ankles. And so I just grabbed this bridesmaid's dress that I've only worn once. It is a wrap dress. And I go to bow. As I go to bow, the string players apparently are in between songs. And so the room goes silent and I freak out even more. And so I do just a little dip. But I grabbed sort of like toward the top of the wrap dress to do my curtsy. And when you grab two different pieces of a wrap dress, <laughs> your nethers do get exposed. Now, even though I had spanks on, and I it, it would have really needed some time to study to see where my bits were, I must inform you that I flashed the queen at the <laughs> experience. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for doing the hard work when I wasn't there to do that. And they didn't kick me out. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how it happened. That is, stay. in truth, the least believable thing about the British experience. <laughs> um, so there should have been an off with her head moment. From behind, it just looked like Amelia had a pretty decent curtsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I had forgotten that the music went quiet, but she's correct, it did. Um, <laughs> so then she is off to the side, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what, Amelia? What did it look like? You tell, you tell, and then I tell. We'll do the same thing in reverse. Yes, perfect. Um, Allison, yeah, came down the runway. She like had her eyes on the prize. The prize being the queen. Did a quick check. Kind of floated, glided. Because uh, <laughs> her, she's like wearing a diaphanous caftan, of course. Hell yeah! Um, and then it does billow. Mm-hmm. It, it billowed beautifully. And then a kind of a more of a little, a curt curtsy, if you will. A curtsy with an emphasis on curt. Um, <laughs> and then got the fuck out is what I saw. Oh, yeah. Um, I, as I got to the front, was like, oh, okay. There was also like a little tiny rigmarole right before it was my turn where somebody was moving or somebody forgot something. Like there was a longer pause. And I think the part of my brain that kicked in was the like... um was the part that rebels when people are singing happy birthday too slowly um, or when a play was supposed to start two minutes ago and you can tell that it hasn't started yet because of something that's like happening in the audience um, where I just, I wasn't part of it, but I felt a responsibility to move things along. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's do this. And I just sort of strode forward and then I did fucking, I was planning on the grand sweep. Like I took, I get, I bear the emotional scars of ballet for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I can't use that training right now, why do I have all this baggage as I'm 38? <laughs> it's it, like all of that for nothing. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about the guy who told me my hips were going to spread for years for nothing. Um, so I stroll up planning to do like the full leg behind grand low curtsy and instead i was like nope fuck this gotta get out boing and just went <laughs> like yeah. tucked one ankle behind the other and went boink, and then just got the fuck out all business it's like nope you need to get to the next person i'm gonna go ahead and pick up the pace for you that is not what this is about that was not the point of the experience uh the point of the experience was to experience it but i went into full control bitch mode i guess and just like <laughs> And then got the hell out of there. Editorial mode as opposed to experience mode. Amelia and I took, I would say, like a full, if we're being honest, like a full seven minutes to recover (laughs) from the emotional stress (laughs) of meeting the queen. Which, in contrast to some of the other things we've described, that was probably actually the most realistic aspect of the Bridgerton experience. Oh, like if you really were in that time and you oh, met the queen, me how fucked up you'd state. be. Right. It put mm-hmm. me in a state. Not for the same reasons that it puts the characters in the show in a state, but it, we were both like, uh, I don't know. Maybe let's get a drink. I don't. It does do you want to do that? Kind of treasure anxiety hunt? inducing, right? Uh, yeah. Like, mm. all right, yeah. cool. So you met the queen and then what's the next? Queen. And that's when I redeemed my free drink because I needed it real bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When you get shot out of seeing the queen, I do want to give a shout out just as I'm mentally walking through the room. They had a really cute setup for the modiste. And so there, mm. 
there were more costumes as Allison described, but there was like a guy behind a counter with like ribbons and little fiddly notions. bits and things. Yes. Notions. So many notions. It was actually very nicely designed. And like we saw someone come up trying to do the, the treasure hunt that you could not do for lack of time and too many bodies in the room and too much chaos. Walk up to the ribbon selling man and go, Feather? And he's like, Madam? I, I'm trying to do this treasure hunt, and I think the the magic word I need to say to you is feather. By the way, one of the one of the things that Bridgerton's experience is feather. Um, and he moved a basket to reveal a clue. It was so very was cute. cute. That was nice. That's it was very fun. cute. And that actor was having a good time. He just sort of casually. It was like he was looking around. He just sort of casually slid it back while he was looking around the room, like mm, dee dee dee, nothing to see here. Very cute. But again, okay. we didn't do that because we decided to wait and do the queen thing. And spoiler alert, we're about to proceed to the performance aspect of the evening in like 30 seconds is what it felt like. It was more mm. than that, but not much. Yeah. And as, so, as people, oh, go ahead. Just a question. Yeah. So is it, was it like timed entry? Like you're part of a group and you have this much time to get through it? Yes. Oh, well, that sucks because that that makes it, as you guys have said, you feel rushed and you don't really get to explore all the shit. So that's I think timed entry was the way to go. It's just that it wasn't enough time. It was like self-guided without actually having time for it to be self-guided. Like if they wanted us to keep things moving along, they should have been shepherding us from thing to thing. Tour guides. Or made it clear, like, pick your activity. Do the treasure oh, yeah. hunt, meet the queen, take your portrait, whatever. Choose Instead, one of three. Instead, it was like, here you go. You've got an indeterminate amount of time that we will not tell you because we had no idea how long we had. Okay. Um. So we get That's our drinks, uh, which, Amelia, you got champagne? I got champagne. Hell and yeah. And I got some little non-alcoholic cocktail. It was good. Um. And then they started the dancing lessons. You know, Julie, if I could, if if I could, um, draw your mind back to an, a conversation we had previously on this very podcast. Do you remember talking to the legend, the light, friend of the show, Jeannie Simpson? Yes, of course I remember that. And do you remember her describing what it was like teaching Wishbone how to parlor dance? Yes, I do. It was like that. <laughs> We, it were was, all, we were the dog in this scenario. We and I want to be clear, we did not learn to dance. We were like, nope, I, get, I don't have it in me to do that. But a lot of people did. And the actors clearly had a lot of fun with it. They were sort of wandering around encouraging people to do whatever. And they played music and they were teaching very rudimentary, like, touch a hand, turn in a circle, bow. Touch a different hand, turn in a circle, Bow. Switch sides. Very basic. Um, but they were having a good old time. And we just Sheer chaos, like everybody's running around with their pants down, like they can't yeah. even handle and that. There were too, there were slightly too many people to be doing it, and they the lines were sort of odd. The queen was watching. It was very if I'm Weird. honest, that's probably the main reason that we didn't do it is the queen was watching. Um <laughs> So instead, Allison and I got in a very short line to take romantic photographs in an ivy-covered gazebo that had strings of pearls down the front, so it looked like we were like having we were falling in love while it rained outside the gazebo, which I I respect. I I respect nothing but respect. <laughs> yes. for my rainy gazebo. Yeah, it was very it <laughs> was awesome. very insta friendly. Um, so somebody needs to show me that photo. Join Instagram, Julie, for fuck's sake. No. We've been saying this for Damn years. It. I don't want to. Ugh. Amelia, All right, go on. Did we both take one? You continue talking. I'll try to find it. Okay. While she looks for our romantic photos, I'm going to. So basically, the, the gazebo led to the entrance to the ball. It was ball time. Oh my God. Screenshot, Allison has pulled please. up the photo. Screenshot. Because I, speaking of nothing but respect, this is giving me prom 1995 vibes that are really taking me back. And I'm just glad that you guys got to do that together. Also, follow Sickburn Jane on Instagram. Um, Yes. (laughs) Please. Um, So we all got, like, herded into the main ballroom. Once we were herded into the main ballroom, we could not return to everything we've already seen. Just FYI. I also, I'm going to offer a a brief insight into my character. Um, 
as a human being. I, uh, when it comes to games, let's say, when it comes to things that aren't the management of my, when it comes to things that aren't executive function, um, I'm a completist. So I've re I have, because of my job, finally gotten past being a completist when it comes to TV shows and movies. I just, I don't have time. You can't. Yeah. But if you give me a stupid game on my phone and say, there are 104 achievements, I will play that game until I either get all 104 achievements or simply cannot anymore because I am just losing my mind. So you tell me that there's a treasure hunt and I have to follow all the clues and then I figure the first one out and then don't have time for any more. That's my fucking nightmare. Mm-mm. So we get herded into this other room. Ladies and gentlemen, the ball will begin shortly. Please proceed to the exit. Ba-ba-ba. We go in, and then in my mind, giant metal doors clang shut behind us. It's not true. It was just curtains. But that's what it <laughs> felt like. But it does feel like somebody's blocking your egress. I don't oh, yeah, like there that. Was, we were definitely not supposed to go back in the other room. For sure. Um, so we're in there, and they had to they had to reset it for the next group. Yeah, like I wonder how much time they had. Everybody had to reset everything and do all that shit. I bet it was pretty tight. I'm sure it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a proper ballroom dancing floor. There's another place for the queen to sit, so the queen gets another entrance. Um, people are dancing. Amelia and I are not dancing, and then we're (laughs) trying very hard to get out of the way of the people who are dancing, but it's unclear. A lot of chaos in the early stages of the second part of the evening. And we get more appearances also by actors who are clearly supposed to be um, the the Duke, and also oh god, why, I just watched Bridget and Season Two. What's the what's the Kate? Um, mm-hmm. So like the like co- the costume signaling is like oh a love mm-hmm. story, even though those characters do not actually interact in Bridgerton, at least to my knowledge. Um, like oh a love story begins at the ball. Yeah, so, there's um yeah. in the if, if they also didn't really give us time to read this thing, but in the um in the Lady Whistledown Society paper we were handed on entrance, there are some little tidbits about people we were clearly supposed to recognize. But again, they didn't actually give us time to recognize any of these people. The couple that Amelia is talking about, we start to hear narration about them. Um, Lady uh hear my song um, <laughs> is telling us about maybe there uh, is this couple meant to fall in love perhaps it's love perhaps it's the rarest of ton marriages a love match like that kind of shit um and then eventually we're all sort of cleared off the floor because amelia and i had these vip t- p tickets this was the best thing about the vip tickets not the free drink there was a a little area with little teeny couches that you could sit on like Like raised velvet yeah nice with a little cocktail table so as soon as we figured out the show was started we were like let's get the fuck out of this chaos mill we went and sat in our little seats vip section i felt much more relaxed (laughs) then we were just watching a show it was great um and then we got like a bunch of choreography and shit Mm -hmm. it was neat there was a um it was surprisingly non-literal uh, it was overtly sexy in a way I didn't anticipate. Um, and then there is a, there was a real missed opportunity because the dance that they were doing, I forget what the actual pop song was, but they literally were swinging on a chandelier and the song was not Sia. Sh- uh, not chandelier. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Huge missed opportunity. Come on. But when they're swinging on the chandelier and like going in a circle, obviously we're, that's them fucking. It was like, here, look, they're fucking. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like fucking at all, but this is their, they've given themselves over to the power of love. They're flying through the air. That means they're fucking. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know, Allison. What about the times when the um, gauzy banner like bed sheet looking banners fell from the ceiling and then they were going in between them and sometimes doing like aerialist pull them up yeah turn around there were aerial i don't know that was probably also fucking it was lots of fucking what we were supposed to take from it was literal (laughs) (laughs) but it but it wasn't you know what i mean like it wasn't um i was expecting oh, we're dancing, and oh, they're holding hands, and then, oh, they stare longingly at each other, and then, oh, they're discovered by someone. No, it was fucking, like, lyrical dance. It was a step closer to Cirque du Soleil. 
Yes, but without the, this is going to sound mean and it's not a read because this wasn't their job, but without the impressive prowess, like it it was, they were not aerialists. You know what I mean? They were uh, actors who dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had hella uh, upper arm strength for yes. all that swinging. So like, and they looked I great would, together. They were they looked great. Uh, yeah, they looked great. They were hot. The dancing yeah. was hot. We can't afford to make fun of them because they could easily beat us up. Oh yeah, yeah. they could for sure oh, beat yeah. us up. And I yeah. wouldn't because they looked sick and they were committed. Yeah. To, I mean, and if there's one thing this podcast respects, it's committing to the bit. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the Bridgerton experience was extremely committed to the bit. Including the valet. What? <laughs> it was a little windbreaker. <laughs> so did that, was that kind of the end? Like, didn't they just funnel you out and spit you out into nope. the streets of Chicago? No, the queen had some, there, there were some lot, some lotsies. The queen had uh, a little interaction with them where she sort of gave them her blessing. Again, light Bridgerton season two. It's obvious that this, the experience was more inspired by season one than season two, mm-hmm. but it felt there were like flashes of what season two was like. Um, and then there was more dancing and then the queen chose the diamond. Oh, that's right. Yes. You take this one away, Amelia, since you've got a different perspective on this than me. Yes. So, again, from all of the Bridgerton Experience internet content that I consume, it's my understanding that they they make a special point of choosing their diamond uh, from any sort of marginalized community. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've seen a lot of, like, absolutely, like, gorgeous, like, trans and non-binary people being chosen etc um person who's chosen cool. as our diamond i'm lightly acquainted with sort of but not to the point where i like went up to talk to them after had like yeah is also from a marginalized community but had this like exquisite period costume and was Ooh. there in a group that i've now deduced is like some sort of local historical costume nerd society. it's so it was just so lovely that's fun um so they got up and like they were invited to the center platform where previously there had been lyrical dance fucking. Uh, I was like, it's the diamond, it's the diamond, and then glitter rained from the ceiling. Wow, that was fucking fun. magical. It truly was. It was incredible. It was. Although, like, I would say this: it would be very impressive, and I would be delighted and probably clap or thwart my fan. But then immediately, my brain would be like, "Who's cleaning up all that fucking glitter?" And it's in my ass crack for two weeks. Like, does anybody else hate glitter the way that I do? Oh, I love glitter. You like it? I, I, I always hate, just... I hate cleaning glitter, but I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Say, it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. First of all, none of us would ever put ourselves in the position where we would be chosen as the diamond. You're right. Because we were just not participating enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if I was not expecting to be showered in glitter while everyone applauded for me it would be so fucking magical that i don't think i would care if i had you glitter in my mad. ass crack for weeks i mean it was it was exquisite it was beautiful awesome. yeah. was Truly. it just a, sh- a metric fuck ton of glitter it was so much and like really floaty very sparkly mm-hmm. it wasn't there's like funk there's your reason why they're rushing you oh, to clean up the glitter because it takes <laughs> so fucking long to clean that up every time yeah. Fucking mystery solved. Just call me Jessica Fletcher. Never. <laughs> Julie, I love you, but never. You're no Jessica Fletcher. I, there's only one Jessica Fletcher. No. And her name is Angela Lansbury. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it was really, that was the moment where I was like, okay, this actually feels like an experience. It's an experience for me. It's especially an experience for the person who got chosen. But I still get to feel sort of like the um, a very light version of the emotional equivalent of what that sort of triumph in this particular venue must have been like. To all of a sudden, everyone is fucking worshiping you. Mm-hmm. W- watching somebody have that experience in this other way was really cool. It sincerely was. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then we didn't buy any of the $900 makeup palettes. The Pat McGrath Bridgerton branded makeup palettes are That's, so They're beautiful. Tempting. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. But wow. I, Pricey. Yeah, wow. I almost 
I was like, okay, Allison, I guess now I'm ready to buy a $30 lipstick. And I managed to not do that. Yeah, I'm for you. Please clap. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And but the glitter rains about down. it like every day. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Have I regretted it? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. We Bridgerton. We experienced. Also from our vantage point, I was able to watch an unmasked woman sneeze on an entire bar. Uh, like an entire... Every, yeah, so that was cool. And like twice and like didn't move. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> it was the VIP lounge is the the right place to be. Is it worth $75 for, to get Ooh. in the VIP lounge? We leave that up to you. I'll put it this way. If you are if you want this experience and you are at all like Amelia and I and you're willing to pay that much money, do it. Because I don't know how much the drinks are, but I'm sure they're not cheap. So do it because it is worth it to be out of the fucking fray, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. I was very relieved to not be like, oh, it was really like you walk through them and then all of a sudden you're in high school again. I was like, yeah. I can't, everybody's dancing, but I, but they're not playing genuine. So I don't know what to do with my body. <laughs> uh, and we just had to like get out of the way. Um but that's only if you really want this experience and you're willing to pay that much money to enjoy it in a way that suits your personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like you could, there. there are lots of things you could buy a $75 ticket to. <laughs> I'll put that, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Get there as early as they'll let you in. If I, if there was like a doors at show at thing, which I didn't notice, but maybe look into Neither it. Neither did I. Yeah. Look into Get it Get there for sure. as early as they will let you in. Have a plan of the order of things you want to do. And you probably, if you really focus, I can't guarantee you could finish the scavenger hunt, but just if you know what's coming, then you're, I think you're If you were there time. early and you were first in line for the, and you wanted to do everything. If you were there early and you were first in line for the portraits, you knocked that out and you waited to do the cocktail until you were going into the event, like into the, the dance part of it. Then you would have your portrait and then you would have time to wander around and look at things and do the scavenger hunt while you're waiting for the queen's entrance. Then after the queen's entrance, you learn the dancing and then you get a drink on the way into the other thing. That might be doable, but it's a, yeah. but it's might. Mm-hmm. Cause I it think just there seems were like, like 25 clues. Yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't like, like it three 10 things. Clues? Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Like shorten. Speaking of editorial mind. Edit. Yeah. 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 It was but, like great in theory, dicey in execution. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys went and had a fun time. We really I would did. Say, I would say that you all attended this event in the kind of weird like lull where it's fucking COVID related shit didn't feel quite as fraught as yeah. it feels right now. So like mm-hmm. I would not be able to do this right now. I will I say would just this. be like no. Masks, I would say we're probably 50-50 in the audience. Does that seem right, Amelia? Yeah. It mm-hmm. definitely we weren't the only ones wearing masks. Okay. Um however All you the could actors I, had masks, yeah. Yes. Okay. And unless they were actively like when they were dancing, they weren't wearing masks. The queen wasn't wearing a mask, but she was distanced from, you know, right. everybody because she was the fucking queen. She's right. the queen. Um but when they were just sort of milling around, they all, the way you could tell, because there were some truly exquisite costumes on the attendees, right? There were some mm-hmm. serious costumes. People came to yeah. play. Um, and the way you could tell the cast and people who were in the audience apart is people in the cast all had masks that matched their costumes, like embroidered masks that That's matched their fun. costumes. It was fun. It was, that was a really cool detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, with the way things are right now, I would be, Unless masks were, were suddenly re- required again, I would be right. loath to go. Um, but the show did, I think, a pretty good job of making sure that their people were safe or right as on. safe as mm-hmm. is reasonable, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then we went to friend of the show, Scotty Caldwell's house, and Amelia reenacted her flesh in the queen. It was so sweet. See, that's my Bridgerton experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, thank yeah, you all like, for I'm telling glad. me about it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was. How do you um... feel like you were there? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know if what? If I Let's... had been there, I would have just been like this the whole time. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Can we leave now? <laughs> oh, glitter. Oh, great. That's in my ass crack. Like, that's literally how I The would glitter be. wouldn't have been in your ass crack. You, you would have been nowhere near the glitter. I'm just nowhere telling near. you, you could be in a separate room two weeks later, you scratch under your armpit and what like where did this glitter come from well to me julie that sounds like glitter has a personal vendetta against you it does <laughs> every time i get a birthday card from my mother-in-law i open it like this because she likes to send the glitter cards i'm like oh god over the trash can and then glitter all over my face I just <laughs> fucking... that's I it that's trying the to... tweet <laughs> I was trying to figure yeah. out the way to turn that into a love shack joke, and then I gave up because nobody wants a love shack joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bridgerton yeah. experience. We had some harsh criticisms, but I'm glad that so many like Chicago actors have a steady yeah. gig for the foreseeable future. Everybody working there is doing a great job. That's uh, cool. The bartender who made Allison's drink like took time to mm-hmm. figure out like what is something that would taste good, and like, they're like muddling. Oh no, it was a, leaves. It, it was on the it was on a menu. Oh, there was, was a it? preset oh, okay. cocktail, yeah. But I don't think that I was supposed to get one. I think that the, the our free beverage was champagne. Mm-hmm. So I asked <laughs> if I could have a non-alcoholic cocktail instead, and I think they were like, sure. Yeah. So well, that was nice. nice. Yeah, like, it should thoughtful. be. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Nice things happened. It was, it was not just, a bad experience. It was, it was just, a, there were a lot of missed opportunities. I think. Rushed. Yeah. Rushed. Too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Tusk. <laughs> uh, maybe let's wrap up real briefly with uh, a mini thought exercise uh, yes. inevitably when there is an outlander experience which is inevitable what what goes in the outlander experience the dick rocks duh duh uh we're seeing some wool <laughs> it's hot pass amelia the hot pass table that's where the i spend the entire table. experience yeah well we go together and we make a beeline for the hot pass table and then we just stay there the whole time um i think the gathering the gathering yes yes just we play but in order to get there you have to escape from the witch dungeon jail hole <laughs> yes yes Okay, or escape about, from those coats. Maybe. Okay. What if the entrance? So to get into the experience, you touch a dick rock and then you proceed through. Right. Perfect. Yes. That's what. As you're walking in, you see a vase, and then, <laughs> you, then you get sucked through the dick rocks, uh, and then you wind up. Um, I think maybe we skip ahead to the gathering at that point. Everybody's presenting mm-hmm. themselves. Then we get a little Jamie Claire story of some kind. And then we get a, a traveling roadshow performance of Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. <laughs> um, and then France in some form. Versailles. Oh, yeah. yeah, there has to be. It's interesting because the gathering and like a ball at Versailles are to me very like on the same kind of level in Outlander. Mm. See, I'm making the same mistake the Bridgerton experience did. We need to you pick need a to season choose and one. stick with it. So here's yeah. the question. Is it season one of Outlander or is it current era Outlander? Is the experience season, season one? one. Okay. Season one because it's about traveling back through time and being in that thing. So I think it would Gathering, be... Gathering Yeah, you touch the dick rock, you open up, you're in a forest. Oh my God. Can you imagine what that would look like? And you have to walk through the forest and you end up at walking into the castle where everybody is in the period garb and it's the gathering. There's probably a little bit of the like presenting themselves to the layered situation before there's the big dance. Oh, yeah. Sword dancing for sure. Right, right. And then I don't know how you would wrap it up. Like you wouldn't have an analogous thing to the diamond. You wouldn't. No, you would. You would have. um it would have to be like a calling of the clans thing mm. where maybe it's somebody has to represent. The- oh, it's the fiery cross. No, <laughs> uh, maybe somebody has to call for clan Mackenzie or something. Um, if you, sorry, I just got, I was drinking beer and I got really excited. If you take <laughs> the scavenger hunt aspect, but bring it down to five pieces that people have to find. And then you figure out that one of the pieces, like if somebody picked up a red card or whatever, they're Clan McKenzie. 
boom! And then everybody from Clan McKenzie gets called up on stage and like that thing. How about this? How about this? You follow the clues, and if you mm-hmm. fi- and fuck it, there are still twenty five clues. But you have to start. You have to commit to the clues. Make it really hard, because if you follow all of the clues, you find the Frenchman's gold, yes. <laughs> and then you get to take home a souvenir bar of gold, right? Like one Frenchman's of those chocolate gold. coins. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. See, call us, stars. Fucking come on, Daphne. We know you're listening, bitch. Give us a call. We can like, put this together I know for is, you. It has to be season one because. If the drop cloths in the tennis emporium were any indication, uh, these experiences do not have the budget for so many windows as seen in later seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's got to be the window one. budget's not there. Ooh, <laughs> Mrs. Graham and her Dick Rock dancers. There you go. Yeah, there, go. there we go. That's great. Pagan ceremony sometime. That could be part of it. Yeah, like walking through that. Um, what else would be good from season one? I mean the. What was walking wool? Hot piss table. You walk, you touch a dick rock, you walk through the woods, you emerge on uh, a shed where a bunch of ladies are just sitting, singing songs and doing this. And you just do this until all of a sudden you hear, and then everybody runs on, everybody runs out from the sides and there's this fight all around you and you have to try to not die. That just spiked my anxiety and I'm not even there. Okay, <laughs> that's Yet. not our real idea, but we could. We'll do. We'll do this for you, stars. Just give us a call. Uh, yeah, we we can figure this out. It's clear we have many ideas. And you know what? I can promise you that there are at least fifty people who would attend uh, because they support us on Patreon. Um, <laughs> you can find us to contact them, Daphne. Uh, you can c- contact us, them through us at. Uh, podlandercast.com yes that's it uh facebook.com slash podlandercast on twitter at podlandercast and at sickburnjane um on instagram at podlandercast at sickburnjane and at podlanderpresents you can also see photos from our experience and some i think there are reels yeah something like that and stories whatever you can see some of this shit uh on the sickburnjane instagram um you can also find us at patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast where you can support the shows the shows Fucking moguls bitches we are moguls i wonder um, why we talked about bridgerton today i don't know i don't know mm. um we you can find us there uh and support the show at any level that's also uh you've already heard us talk about this but that is the place you can watch the janine wake if you want to um the Janine's Mike Wake, rather. Uh, we want to thank all of our patrons who make it possible for us to do the show, but especially the following wonderful people. <coughs> Ooh, ha. Doc JWS. I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. <laughs> Kelly Armstrong, Cindy Taylor, BG, Just Bree, Caspar 156, Maddie Perkins, Snazenak, Lisa Brienne, Julia Gulia, Kathleen Martini, Lauren Tennant, Kelsey Kemp, Emily Day, Betsy English, Caitlin Reddick, Jen Collins, Ashley Tigas, Tina Barnett, Nicole Rodriguez, Kristen Freckled Fury, Laura Colm, Amelia Bazell, Liz, and Tinkerbell, uh, Stella Welch, Troy Halligan, Claire Feeney, Rochelle Lefevre, Romanis Mazazaza, Jerry Hurdle, Emily Carlson, Amy Gosterson, Rochelle, T- Rachel Townsend, Kelly Mazella, Chantel Soldiers, Mary, The Falling, Statue, Tara Lucchino, Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Polkowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick, Cara Marlo, Trish McCrary, Julie DeToy, Jen Lynn, Gally Bodden, Amanda, and Kiki. The, the Wise. Uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with... <laughs> uh, uh, guess what time it is, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Dude Lander. <laughs>